It's the Pistons Pod, presented by Uptime Energy Drink. Now here's your host, Matt Derry. It's post-draft edition, everybody, of the Pistons Pod right here, indeed, at Pistons.com. We thank you for listening and joining us. Exciting time, certainly, in the Motor City as the Pistons welcomed in some new players. Last week with the draft, we got Summer League coming up, free agency, and who better to talk to than Pistons Assistant General Manager George David, our guest today here on the Pistons Pod, and he joins me right away here right now. Hey, George. Hey, Matt. How are you? Good, buddy. Great to hear your voice. Uh, Certainly an exciting week last week, and have you had a chance to kind of catch your breath after uh, what went down on draft night? Yeah, well, somewhat catch our breath. You know, this is a – it's a busy – I would say time period in the NBA when you go, you put so much time and effort into the draft preparation process. I mean, literally, um, usually when one draft ends, you know, the, the process for the next draft literally begins. So you put so much time and effort into it. And then once the draft is over, you start preparing, you know, your preparations for free agency, which comes somewhat after that. It's, it's different in the NBA, you know, where in the NFL, the free agency comes first. So, um, so in the NBA, it's one leads into the other. So it's a busy, it's a busy period, but it's, it's always been a period that, that I've enjoyed. It's, it's always been a lot of fun for me. So it's, uh, we're, we're, we're working, we're grinding. Do you almost wish that uh, it was switched and you could do free agency first? Good question. Um, you know, I think, it would it would certainly be interesting to see how that would work if that happened if that happened first. I I would say that a lot of people in the NBA. I'm just guessing. I think I think some people are split on that. I think you have traditionalists who kind of have always had it the way it is, but I think others that would say that you know if you, if you did it the other way, it's a good que- it's a good question. I don't I don't know. I guess since we've never really known, and this is all that we've known, this is how we do it, and. Um, We'll, we'll abide by it. You have a lot of experience, uh, certainly with this organization. You've come back. We've talked to you before on the show. What's the war room like uh, as as opposed to the past? I mean, you've sat in Joe Dumars, John Hammond war rooms. Now you're in mm-hmm. Troy Weaver's. What's what's similar? What's different? You know, what's funny is a lot of times the war room is dictated by the draft more so than the actual, you know, uh, the room. And, and I think that. Um, the one of the things about the war room that probably doesn't get enough attention is the amount of preparation that goes into those couple hours in that room. And I'm sure if you talk to the the Lions or the Tigers or the Red Wings about their drafts, and and if you were to ask them what is probably if a if a fan sat in the war room, what would be the biggest takeaway? I think that what probably people don't understand is one, everything goes, moves so fast. Once the draft starts, it, 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 it's to the fans. It's a couple hours to, to the people, to the people working the draft. It's, it goes by very, very fast. In fact, a lot of times, Matt, there's been times when, when I've had to go home after the draft and watch the draft on television because you don't necessarily get a chance to see the entire draft. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because, yeah. No, it's true. I mean, even even this last the other night when, when the draft finished, I went home and I watched the draft to see what I missed because you're so into talking to the players that you drafted, strategizing for your next pick. A lot of times you miss 
you miss a lot of the in-betweens when, when the draft is going on, as, as crazy as that might sound. George David with me, assistant general manager for the Pistons. Of course, Pistons done selecting three players. We'll talk about Jaden Ivey, certainly uh, uh, Jalen Duren, and of course, uh, Gabriel Proceda as well. It was taken in the second round. We'll get George's thoughts on it. How, how did it work? Did any did the phone ring before your pick? Was anybody calling to, to try to make a deal with you, uh, with Troy, before uh, pick number five? The phones are always ringing. I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a period during the draft where the phones are not ringing, and that goes back to the preparation point. I think when you go into a draft, you 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 spend countless hours on what you would ideally hope to get out of the draft, and and then you kind of allow that to dictate it because Matt, the, the phones are ringing nonstop. We literally from the from the beginning of the draft to the end of the draft a little bit more often right before right before you pick whether you're picking at five or 35 or whatever it is it, the phones are going to ring a little bit more more succinctly when when it's getting ready for you to pick but um i would say that uh it's the preparation before those calls of what it is you want to get out of the draft and you kind of allow that to dictate your decisions and for us um you know we couldn't be happier than than, than the outcome of, the, of this draft for us so keegan murray goes number four to sacramento you know how long does it take i mean is there a con- I mean, do you already know that you're going to take jay nivey or is there a conversation or take us through that a little bit yeah well we have one of the things that you do is no matter where you're drafting if you're drafting at five or you're drafting at 25s you kind of map out all of your different scenarios and we, you know, we didn't, you never really know for certain um, until you see it come across officially. We get the, we get the picks from the league office, you know, on a, on a computer system around the same time. And when we saw that, um, that we had the opportunity um, to draft Jaden, you know, we were, we were extremely excited and we were thrilled. I mean, the, obviously you saw his reaction. He was pretty thrilled as well, but we were thrilled. Not not just because of the players that we got in this draft, but um, and I know you've heard Troy say this over and over and over, almost in every interview. But the people, uh, the people that we got in this draft, um, we're just as proud of the people that we got as we are the players that we got. George, what what's the one adjective maybe that you could use to describe uh, Jaden in his game? Dynamic. If I had to pick one, if I had to use one, one, I, I would say dynamic. That that would be my adjective for Jaden. Why? Just uh, just just the speed, I the athleticism. Think, I just think he, yeah, his he. I think he has elite speed, and I think that um, you know, it, it's hard to game plan for speed. There's there's not. It's it, it's a it's a difficult thing, and I think that um, Jaden Jaden has a dynamic element to his game because of his speed. P- putting him alongside Cade Cunningham and, and certainly Killian Hayes and everybody that you have on the roster right now, was it almost, I don't know, you, you hear this all the time and you're a big sports fan, either drafting for need or, or the Lions needed this or a team needed that. Did you just say, listen, it didn't matter if it was Cade next to him or Killian or whomever you guys put out there, and obviously there's still time to roster build and, and do all that, but it was just a matter of, you needed more athleticism or you said, listen, it doesn't matter if we need it or not. We've got to take this kid. Yeah. Part of, part of what makes Cade so special is that 
there's so many different things that you can put that fit well with him um, because of because of his game. And I think that's what for us allowed us to take um, who we believe to be the best player. And I think that you don't always you can't always do that. It goes back to what you just mentioned. Sometimes based on what your current roster has, um, you want to be careful about being duplicative with certain things. But with Cade, um, that's part of what makes him so special is that, you know, you can you can put so many different um, traits around him and, and have it work because of him. And, and we're fortunate. We're fortunate to have someone um, like Cade that we can do that with. How many times did you did you personally get to see Jaden play in, in, in any of the games at uh, Purdue this past year? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was at I was at a couple of his games this year. The last game uh, I was at three. Um, I, I was at the Big Ten tournament. Um, I was also at his game at Wisconsin. So you know, I think as a as a group, as a team. Um, I mean, I, I think we probably saw almost every game in person as a group. Man, I might be exaggerating by saying that, but we, it, it's a large number. It's a pretty high number. It's interesting. You mentioned Wisconsin, and the whole point of doing this podcast, we're talking to George David, of course, Pistons assistant general manager. But I love going inside this stuff a little bit with you as I have you long form here. Is Okay, you go to the Wisconsin game. Well, there's a lottery pick on their team, too, in Johnny Davis. So, from a scout's perspective, and you're, you have your scouting hat on, are you watching like we watch a game, or do you watch Jaden Ivey as he walks to the bench, what his mannerisms are? Are you watching Johnny Davis? Uh, how, how do you do that? Like, what, What's your sort of approach as you go? It's a good question. I, I, I think that um, it's imperative when you scout a game that you watch the game, and people's, people hear someone say that, and they might say, well, duh, yeah, of <laughs> course. But, but, but I do think you can get wrapped up into – watching singular things with singular people and sometimes you could miss the game and I, and I think so so yeah to answer your question <laughs> yes you you watch the game but to lead into that I think where it's different than the casual fan is the amount of preparation that you do before you sit down to watch that game that's where it differs from the fans perspective from you know going through uh, where analytics of that player going through intel of that player maybe you've got maybe you went to practice the day before and saw one or both of those teams practice and so the amount of preparation that you go into before you just sit down and watch that game is what allows you as a scout to just sit down and watch the game i love it i think that uh, is very cool and, and he played in a league where there were some games he dominated in the big 10 and certainly that that checks a lot of boxes for you guys doesn't it not only that, I think he, he played in a league where you could almost say that every team had a, had an NBA player or an NBA prospect um, in the, uh, in the Big Ten this year. So it was a tough league, and so it, it definitely carried a lot of weight. And that was one of the things that obviously went into uh, his evaluation. Yeah, but you're a Hoosier and he's a Boilermaker. Did, did that hurt? I know well, that, <laughs> that's for a different time. That's a different subject. That's a different subject. But put it this way: for for him to be a Boilermaker. And, and and for me to like him as much as I did says a lot. It does. It does, George. Uh, and your allegiance uh, to IU for sure. All right, George David with me. Uh, Jalen Duran, you go out and, and you trade for. Uh, again, athleticism is the word we, we've heard. And, and and protecting the rim, very key, isn't it? And that's why you guys uh, liked him so much? 
Yeah, I mean, you, when you ask for the one adjective on, on Ivy, I would say that the one adjective on Duran would be explosive. And um, I think that he, he um, along with, well, just along with Jaden as well, first of all, we start out with his, his, was an outstanding person that, that we met with. And he came across his, his traits of, and his, of, of just him as a person were things that we really valued. But in terms of on the court, tremendous explosiveness, tremendous upside. You have to remember this is the youngest player in the draft. And this is a player that classified up who, you know, could have been playing high school basketball last year, going into his first year of college this year. So a lot of those things went in to, uh, to scouting, to scouting Jalen as well. But, um, yeah, we, we obviously couldn't be more thrilled. What about his offensive game? Obviously very young and like, you know, when the, the shot blocking and the athleticism, but what about uh, just the rest of his offensive game right now? Yeah, the rest of his offensive game, it's funny. I, 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 I made a, uh, a comment to our scouts at one point in the season where I thought that as the season was going on, you could see him, his offensive game growing and growing and growing and growing. And then, you know, unlike the NBA where we play 82 games, they only play, you know, 30 some games maybe in college. And what, what I thought happened with him was the season just stopped. Like all of a sudden opposed to the NBA where you might have 50 some more games, the season just stopped. And so I kind of think that a lot of, a lot of his game, not even just, just the offensive game, a lot of his game in general, he was kind of, figuring it out and understanding how to be great at what he needed to be great at, but the game stopped and there's nothing you can do with that. And so sometimes that's what happens in, in, uh, in college opposed to the NBA where you have such a longer uh, season and time for a player to grow. He came from Memphis and any, any conversations with uh, Larry Brown or Rasheed Wallace or anybody that was around him? Yeah. Uh, spoke, we spoke, spoke to Larry, spoke to coach Brown and, uh, Coach Brown was really happy for for him to be coming here. Coach Brown had spent a lot of time watching film with him during the season. That was one of Coach Brown's roles with him was to, to kind of help him to learn the game through through film. And so Coach Brown and him had watched a lot of film. And um, so yeah, there, there, you know, we obviously talked to Coach, and Coach Coach was super super thrilled that um, that um, that he's with us. It's pretty remarkable because you go into the night with one first-round pick, you come away with two. Um, I don't know. It was there a time that you kind of knew uh, going through maybe between five and thirteen that that you could pull it off, or is it down to the wire? Or how does that work? On like you said, it's just it's a crazy time. It's a crazy time, and uh, you know I'm not really able to talk much about that element of it, but I can say that the fact that we were able to to add he and, and, and Jaden and and what they bring to our young Pistons core and, and to be, you know, an additional pieces now to our young Pistons core, um, you know, we couldn't be any more proud. And, and, and I think that as as they um, as the Detroit fans and, and, and media and, and all of the supporters of the Pistons get a chance to see these two young men grow um, as Pistons next year, I think it'll be pretty exciting. George David with me, a Pistons assistant general manager. You guys did have a second-round pick. Uh, the wing player, the Italian wing, uh, Gabriel Presida, was taken uh, by you guys. Uh, tell us a little bit about him, because obviously we haven't seen him play like we have Ivy and Duran. 
Yeah, no, good player. Uh, played played in Fortitude of Bologna last year in, in Italy in First Division Italian League. Um, very good, very good shooter, a very good three point shooter, and a deceptively explosive athlete. Can finish really well and really high above the rim. You know, it's funny, Matt, when you and I used to do these these calls ten years ago. Um, I would have to give the full eval on a player if they were internationally. Now you can go to Google and just Google their name and see their highlights, see, right. highlights yeah. see what they do. But we're, we're really excited about, uh, about him. And, and we see somebody who is, is a very young budding player that could grow into something that, um, that we're pretty, you know, we feel really good about, uh, again, with him, just like the other two that, that I mentioned, you know, we, we did our due diligence on him as a person as well, and you know couldn't be thr- more thrilled to have the person that we have um, with him. But he's a guy that um, that we see a very very bright future for as a as a wing who can really shoot and who can finish uh, very explosively at the rim. What's the present day plan uh, for him? You know, I think for now um, he's got a really good situation over there, and. We'll watch and, and grow and help and you know, kind of watch his evaluation as he grows over there, as he grows overseas as a player. And he's young as well, just like these guys. So I think that one of the things that we, we try never to do, Matt, is to put a ceiling on the, on the pace of these, of those players' growth. And we'll follow him meticulously. We, um, both with our scouts from over here and our scouts from over there while he's playing over there. And, uh, follow his growth and truthfully will allow him to kind of grow into when the time is right uh, for him. But for right now, um, just happy to have him as, as a guy that's, that's in our stable. And now we'll, we'll do whatever we can do to help his growth. Summer league coming up in Vegas right away here next week. Um, How do you think that, what, what do you guys have a plan in place for, for Jaden and uh, Jalen so far? It'll be exciting. It'll be exciting. I think that, um, you know, our team will come together. Our team will come together. Um, summer league, our summer league team will come together to start practicing here in Detroit. And then, um, they'll have, they'll have kind of like a little mini camp here in Detroit, uh, to get themselves ready to go. And then our summer league team will go from there to Las Vegas, uh, a couple days ahead of our opening game. Um, in Vegas. So I think it's, it's, you know, it's funny when you get ready for training camp, Matt, you're so anxious to see how all your pieces fit when the season starts in, re- in the regular season. And in some ways that's kind of the same feeling that you get with summer league too, is in, you get a chance to, to see how some of your pieces fit uh, as well as get a chance to see how some of, um, some of your younger players that are, that are still, you know, roster piston players that, that will play and see how those guys are, you know, do as well in that setting. So it's, it's, it's exciting to me. Uh, Summer league, I've always really enjoyed it. It's, I've always thought it's really exciting to see how, you know, there's always a, it's like Christmas. You get a chance to see how they look for the first time. And an, an opportunity certainly to almost uh, help fill out maybe your motor city cruise roster as well. That was a very Absolutely. big key for you a year ago, wasn't it? Absolutely. So uh, that's a huge part of, of summer league is you get a chance to also see that. And, and now that we've had the cruise and had such great success with the cruise, um, it's, it's definitely a big, big, big part of uh, the summer league process. Yes. Great point. 
Final thing, free agency goes on around the same time. It'll be kind of wild in the next uh, a couple days. What's what's the approach as 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 the organization and Troy kind of kind of look ahead? Yeah, that's it's that's the next that's the coming days. The preparations for that, the strategizing for that, are the coming days. But you know, we like the position that we're in, and we like you know the fact that we're in a position to where we can see if there's something of value that can help our team, and if there is, then. Um, you heard Troy uh, the other day at the press conference for uh, Jaden and for Jalen talk about how, you know, he's never hesitated to be aggressive when the moment calls for it. But we're in a pretty good position with our team. And so we'll take a look. We'll strategize here over in the coming days here coming up. And and I feel very good about um, I feel very good about our preparations going into it. And we'll, we'll see. We'll see how things go. Well, George, you guys did a, a whale of a job. I know everybody's excited to see Jaden Ivey and certainly Jalen Duran become Pistons, and this thing is uh, is only getting more fun and more exciting. So congratulations on a great week uh, last week, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. I appreciate it, Matt. I appreciate the call and all of your support, and uh, thanks so much. There he is, George David with us, Assistant General Manager right here on the Pistons Pod here at Pistons.com, brought to you by our friends at Uptime Energy Drink Summer League coming up in free agency. We'll dive into that coming up next week as well. Thank you for listening, everybody.